Sled gives you cardio while being arguably the most effective natural knee pain therapy. And if you have excess weight, that makes it even easier to move the sled. So somebody's sitting there thinking, I'm way too overweight. I can't push the sled. Actually, that's going to benefit you yeah. in the sled push. Yeah. Whereas with most other cardio, your excess weight makes the exercise more difficult and more injurious. I don't think that's a word. Sled is fundamentally safer than running or lifting weights. You have less impact, but greater exertion and adaption to more athletic and bulletproof. That's a huge point right yeah. there. Because really, if you are way overweight and you say, I'm going to go jog a mile, yeah. you are setting yourself up for big time pain, That's right. injury. That's right. But the sled is low impact. Tyler, if you were going to stereotype sled push or pull, <laughs> if you're not watching on YouTube, we got new microphone stands and, and Ty's having a heck of a time here figuring this out. <laughs> you got it? We'll see. We good? We'll <laughs> It'll probably see. drop again. <laughs> it's got that lip noodle thing where it just goes, <laughs> If you were going to go back to my question, if you were going yes. to stereotype the type of person who would do a sled push or sled pull, what, yeah. where does your mind go first? Who do you think of that I, would perform that type of I exercise? I think like a football player. I think of strong man. Yeah. Yeah. See, we didn't even practice this. That's exactly what yeah. I would have said. Yep. Is because I think about we were playing ball. That was either A, punishment, or B, that was your whole offseason. Offseason. Yes. Yeah, pushing the freaking sled. We used to do this thing called sled suicides which is as horrible as it sounds, you'd have a certain amount of weight. You'd go down and back. They'd take off a certain amount of weight. You go down and back, take off more. And you had to, re like, no rest in between. I mean, throw up inducing for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's where your mind goes typically when you right. think of a sled. You think of these big, strong, muscled-up meatheads yeah. pushing it around. Yeah. But the reality is, as our friend, knees-over-toes guy Ben Patrick – has championed the last few years is that it's great for your 75-year-old grandmother. It's great for your 10-year-old, 8-year-old son, and anybody in between, mm -hmm. depending on how you approach it. And so he actually wrote an article recently highlighting the seven benefits from his perspective from years of using the sled, the seven benefits of the sled exercise. But before we jump into this, what when you think of the sled and, and its benefits, because you mm -hmm. have a long history with it, as yep. I do, what do you think of when you think about the sled? So I think of sled, I think I associate that with power, mm. like horsepower, right. right? Like that's what, when I used to push sleds, that's, that's what it was. It was like, all right, I'm going to get explosive and strong, mm. and I'm going to be able to push heavy. Because remember, before it was sleds, it was like you'd push your mom's minivan. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that, like yeah, in the parking oh yeah. lot, we used to do that all the time. Do you remember the name Joe DeFranco? Does oh, that yeah. ring a bell? Uh huh. That's yeah. what I. Yeah. yeah. Joe DeFranco is an old school strength coach. He's a Jersey guy, right? Yeah, Jersey. I think he, he trained like Cushing and those guys. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JJ yeah. Watt. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I think. I think of heavy, heavy car pushes. Yeah. Tire flips. Yeah, like the strongman competitions right. back in the day. Uh, right. The world's strongest man stuff. Like they'd like pull the big rigs. Yes. You know, and they'd like have the rope or and deadlift the car. Yeah. 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 So I, I just that's kind of what I associate with it. Mm -hmm. But 
I think is as we are evolving our knowledge of of overall fitness and wellness. I mean, I think that mindset's changing yeah. for sure. Well, and that's the thing about uh, the fitness industry. Strength training in general yeah. scares people away. Yeah, because you think of injuries, you think of muscle, you think so. The general population tends to stay away from it. You mean you do bench press once, you look like a bodybuilder, as as yeah. most women. Yeah. Like this is a conversation I have all the time. Like you said, like we've evolved so much in our knowledge of like just the physical science, and it's so funny because how many people like and I and I and I hate to stereotype this, but you started the conversation off with stereotypes. I love so stereotypes. I'm gonna keep stereotyping people. That's all I do. Stereotype yeah. <laughs> is like my wife's like. No, I'm not lifting weights. Ew. I don't want to. <laughs> ew. Yeah, ew. Like, I don't want to look like a man. It's like, trust me. Trust me. If you lifted as hard as you physically could for the next five years every day, you would still not look like a man. No. Unless you're supplementing with like. Right. Growth hormone. Yeah. Growth hormones. Yeah. Steroids. All the above. So it's like the, the misconception. And now she's doing CrossFit, right? And she. So she went, she's a year in 180. Yeah. And, and she's like never felt more comfortable in her skin. That's awesome. Than when she does right now. Yeah. I, I, I I'm told when I was in the gym, when I was in the fitness industry, that was the biggest, I don't want to lift. I don't want to get bulky. I want to tone. That was always the phrase. I want to tone. tone. (laughs) I want to get bulky. And the, the conversation is exactly what you're saying. Like, trust me. So anyway, this list, these seven benefits that, that he went that he goes through is going to convince no matter who you are listening to this right now, it's going to convince you I've yeah. got to go out and I've got to get me a sled immediately or I've got to find a gym that has one. Yeah. Benefit number one. This is probably the, one of the most overlooked aspects of a lot of people's training. Benefit number one, rebuild from the ground up. When you start out intentionally pushing the sled, you load and mobilize your big toes, feet, and ankles. Foot problems have reached epidemic levels because our feet lack the ability to handle the demands placed upon them. Pushing the sled helps reverse these issues. So to your point, uh, one of my really, really close friends uh, is in the foot and ankle medical device space. Oh, wow. That's very specific. Yeah. Well, so there is like, there's, there's knees. Like if you're in med, like you work for striker or you work for right yeah. medical or some of these like that make, um, devices that are implanted into humans, screws, knee replacements, ankle replacements, all those things. Well, there's like foot and ankle, there's knee, knee and hip usually kind of go together. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then you've got spine and then you've got, uh, like the the soft tissue stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But foot and ankle, and he is busier than ever because we just don't have we don't have the strength and stability in our feet that right. we should because one, we're walking in designer shoes, pillows for your feet, pillows for your feet. Right. So that you're not actually like using your feet. Um, and then, you know, I mean, I know like women, um, in high heels, right. There's so many, I don't mm-hmm. know about post pandemic, what this has been like, but, but to the point is he's seeing it too, full ankle replacements, um, I know bunions is a big thing that he does that they do surgery there, but like the weakness that we have in our feet yep. is translating into the OR. Right. Yeah. No, it's highly, I mean, it's been a long time since I take anatomy, but tons of muscles in your feet, tons of bones in your feet, ankles lower below the knee as well. And it's an often either we're sitting down all day or when we train, a lot of the things we train are with flat feet on both feet. 
it's rare that we challenge our f- the, the musculature of our feet. Yeah. And that's what the sled does. Just try to push the sled. Yeah. Your feet will be on fire in a good way. Yeah. Because those muscles, those little st- stability muscles are working for the first time. So that's number one. Number two, knee health, like we just talked about. Charles Poliquin strength trained the most Olympic medalist ever. And he used daily backward sled dragging when Olympic hopefuls reached out to him with limited time and major knee problems. The same foundation that generated outlier Olympic results is generating outlier knee results for people of all ages and all walks of life. I think, and again, these are knees over toes guy. These are his words. He's trained, I think, in the thousands at this point, people in their knee rehabilitation. And every single person does sleds to start the workout. And he attributes a lot of his progress, a lot of his, uh, a lot of people's progress to the sled pool starting each workout. Yeah, so when I was in Chicago, um, there's a training facility, the Poliquin, Poliquin Group. So it's, it's one of Charles Poliquin's, you know, it's, it, it's his uh, methodology used in this, and it's one of his facilities. Um, but I, I didn't even think about that. But I remember, like, literally we would we do sleds almost every day. Some sort of sled, right. sled work every yeah. day, whether it's lateral, whether it's reverse, whether I was just like, oh, they're doing it because we're football players. But mm-hmm. like now, yep, understanding his methodology behind it. Well, that's the great thing about sled. He didn't put this on here, but it's it's the best way to phrase it. It's stressful, but doesn't it doesn't stress your muscles in a way that makes you super sore. Yeah, you can recover quickly from the sled. That's why you are able to do it every single. If it was because there's a a phase of a lift it's called the eccentric phase basically think of a squat or think of a barbell bicep curl yeah the lowering of the bar to your hips that's called the eccentric phase that's really where your muscle tearing really happens the most of the stress happens uh-huh. you don't get that with the sled yeah and so it makes that makes the sled even though it's demanding even though it's stressful it doesn't knock you out. You don't have to have a bunch of days in between because yeah. it's not going to cr- crush it, you like that. And a question, is it just because the movement is not as big, so the steps are not as big? Right. That's Yeah, that's part so of it. So you're not elongating or but again, stretching, yeah, stretching not, the muscle. You're not stretching. Yeah, eccentric. Another way to think of it is stretch, stretching the muscle. You're not okay. doing that. It's all uh, concentric. Okay. Um, contractions. You making up words now? Yeah, just... <laughs> You're challenging me right now. I just now. blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, so that's number two. Number three, again, like I talked, like I opened at the suicides, cardio, improved cardio. Yeah. <laughs> Sled gives you cardio while being arguably the most effective natural knee pain therapy. And if you have excess weight, that makes it even easier to move the sled. So somebody's sitting there thinking, I'm way too overweight. I can't push the sled. Actually, that's going to benefit you yeah. in the sled push. Yeah. Whereas with most other cardio, your excess weight makes the exercise more difficult and more injurious. I don't think that's a word. Sled is fundamentally safer than running or lifting weights. You have less impact, but greater exertion and adaption to more athletic and bulletproof. That's a huge point right yeah. there. Because really, if you are way overweight and you say, I'm going to go jog a mile, yeah. you are setting yourself up for big time pain. That's right injury that's right but the sled is low impact swimming is low like it's it's up there with swimming and biking as low impact but i would argue that's even better even because it's stressing because you're using your weight right right from a moment from a momentum standpoint think physics right if you are if you are um 
a larger number uh, when it comes to your weight. And if you're leaning one direction, right, an object in motion stays in motion, right? So if you're using that leverage and, and using your body weight, it does move that relative to your body weight. It does move it easier. Right. So if, say, you're 300 pounds and I've got a 100-pound sled, that's a third of your body weight as opposed to somebody that's 150 pounds. That's 75% of their body for yeah. whatever the math yep. works out that's to be. That's a good you know? point. Yeah. So, yes, you're using your weight to your advantage, and it's, it's a much lower impact on you then saying, all right, I'm going to go run now based off of my lean body mass, right? Now I'm carrying this much excess yes. weight yep. and it's just that much harder to carry. Right. Yep. Uh, number four, hormones. Sled likely, likely releases more growth hormone than any other exercise, but you also get a feeling of accomplishment afterwards. People get happier and feel more confident after the sled. The second part of that is more anecdotal, but I, I do I agree was, with I don't them. know. I, 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 I do agree with one, them. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. You go. I was going to say the, the first part <laughs> is true because of how much, how much muscle mass is involved in the exercise. Your legs, that's, that's, that's where most of your muscle mass is in your legs. Yeah. And so it does release more growth hormone because of the stress that you're outputting mm -hmm. by doing the exercise. The second part, it just makes you feel good. I actually agree with that. After pushing the sled, again, yeah. not, I'm not saying that's science. I'm just yeah. saying push the sled three or four times. Yeah, you, maybe the immediate feeling is not so happy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's that runner's high. It gives me that runner's, it gives me that, that high of cardio. Yeah. At least for me. And that sense of accomplishment, like, man, that was way tougher than, you know, go out and jogging, whatever. Yeah. So here's my thing is I think. That whole statement, like, and I, and I think that he, the guy that wrote this article, knees over toes guy, Ben's awesome. Yeah. He's, and he knows his stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I think he probably, I don't, I haven't heard the last three, but I think he probably should have just gone into six points right there. <laughs> Left that one out. <laughs> I think that that one is all anecdotal and I'd yeah. love to see the science that backs that up yeah. because I've also heard that squats releases more testosterone more human yeah. growth hormone than anything else like literally well, dude and the reason i say this is because i bought into this i was this 18 year old and my strength coach at fresno state said if you do 20 reps squats at 85 percent of your max once a week that's better than taking hgh better <laughs> than taking steroids because it releases more hormones than any other anything else and i'm like dude i'm all in you know yeah. what it, you know what it gave me it gave me a hurt back is what it gave me because it at 85% doing 20 reps in a row is stupid. Yeah. So again, like I, I, you hear all these things. I'd love to see the science behind right. that. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's hundred percent. Right. I do. I agree with you. The second half hundred percent is his opinion. It's really hard to test right. that. Like, yeah. Oh, I feel more accomplished. Well, guess what, bro? If I, if I run a mile and I've never run a mile, I'm going to feel really dang sure. good about that. Sure. Yeah. He, he's trying to sell the sled here, Yeah. but yeah, the more stress, the more, muscles are having to work the more stress is putting on your body which yeah. is going to induce that yeah. hormone release right so that is true and your coach was kind of right he wasn't right he was being too simplified he was simplifying it down too much this dude don't ever don't <laughs> if those words this ever come out of your mouth again but the concept of squats being really great hormonally that is yeah. true yeah but for he him read to, that in the for him to get as specific as yeah Book yeah. of bodybuilding, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Yeah. Well, let's fly through these last yeah. three. Number five, glutes. 
<laughs> Again, glutes. kind of anecdotal, sort of. When you push the sled forward, you use your glutes. There's no doubt that the miles and miles of loaded sled driving each year add to your glute results. So, ladies, I'm looking Booty right in this camera. Camp. We'll put this camera up. This one right here. Ladies, you need the sled. We don't want any flat booty. Well, let's not get too crazy here. Flat. Dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, too. Because I'm an equal opportunity glutist. Yeah. Nothing looks worse. I'm not, a, I'm not a sexist glutist. Men <laughs> men need glutes too. Yeah, nothing looks worse than an inverted backside. <laughs> guys, come on. You know the guys that like their back just leads right to the back of their knees? The hamstrings? Just yeah. no ass at all? <laughs> they need the sled. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's so good. Let's, let's rewind. I want to amend my statements. Yeah. No matter how you identify, <laughs> you need glutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to joke. We're just going to leave it there. They. You need some glutes. Whatever pronoun you use, you need glutes. <laughs> Moving on before we get banned. Number six, body composition. Yeah. This is a big one. Body composition refers to how much muscle you have versus how much fat you have. It's traditionally thought that you either bulk, quote unquote, or cut, quote unquote. Sled is my cheat code that allows me to have the body composition I want year round. I want muscle, but I also want to be lean. And I play basketball every weekend, so I never want to be out of shape. My answer, sled, sled, sled. Yeah. So I'll say this, and I think, again, a pretty simplified version of that. But think about the, the percentage of your muscle mass that your glutes and legs comprise of, right? And, and I'm, I'm extending down to calves, right? In relation to your abdominal area, your chest, and your arms, right? Your legs are much bigger muscles than, than your upper body traditionally, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you're talking about body composition, the more you build those up, the larger your lean body mass is, the higher your metabolism is, and therefore the more calories your body burns in a resting state. So right. yes, if you build up those muscles, and, and the benefit to sleds is that you mentioned earlier, it's something that you can do more than just once a week. And it's or versatile twice a week. too, right? You can either go light and sprint. Yep. You can go heavy. Yep. And get freaking so strong. So you could literally do a sled, a version of some sort of sled workout every single day. That's right. And not burn out. In not, fact, I do that now. Yeah. Okay. Thanks to Nia's over toes guy. Over toes guy. Yeah. But even even if you're say like, hey, I'm gonna I I enjoy training with a with a heavier load, then you can still change it up right mm -hmm. like you said yeah i can go more of a sprint workout i can go more of a strength like heavy like low volume heavy weight or high volume low weight whatever it is but you can mix it up and still do it without saying all right because you can't do bench press five days a week right you're, who you're, says law well <laughs> law of diminishing returns says, says you <laughs> a law of diminishing returns says um, but yeah, so I agree with that when it comes to body composition, just because it's such a, it's such a large percent of your muscle mass. Yep. I agree with it. You know, it'd be interesting guinea pig experiment. Just if you wanted to do this, combine loaded carries yeah. and sled pushes and just do that every day and just see what happens. Or, do that every day for a month and see or, what happens. Or let's say, all right, you're really into it. Like. So I think of the dude that just ate, what did the dude that put on like 200 pounds just ate or hundred pounds, food. just ate fast food, yeah. like loaded up and then lost it all. Fit to fat to fit, that yeah, guy? That yeah. Guy. yeah. Yeah. So if you are super committed and say, all right, 
for 90 days, all I am doing is sled pushes or pulls. Variations and then of for sled. 90 days, all I'm doing is some version of loaded carries and see what the body difference looks like. The hard part is, is how do you, how do you build a baseline? Yeah, I might do that. I don't know. I'll, that, we need to think about that. Yeah. That'd be interesting. So you're saying a 90-day window of only loaded carries? You don't combine them? No, because it, then, it's, then it's somewhat cheating your body composition. So if you're still doing right. like heavy shoulders and upper body stuff, like yeah. you can still change that. Whereas like not nah, like we're just going to do sled. Because you are getting some shoulder work if you're doing sled pushes, right? Yeah. You are getting some. You're definitely getting some shoulder work with loaded carries if you're doing like well no no, no i just meant i just meant so the way i was thinking about it is i would push the sleds or pull the sled and then i would go into loaded carries and that would be my workout yeah but you're saying break I'm saying it up, one or the other one or the other like all right hey are loaded carries which episode wins you yeah know, loaded carries that's or sleds? A, oh that's interesting i think that i think we need to do that or we do it simultaneously and we say yeah all right you do it switch. and i'll do it yeah i like it i just don't okay. know if i could commit to doing like sleds or it'd get kind of boring <laughs> But, uh, and then lastly, mental toughness, again, more anecdotal, but yeah. done right. Sled requires the most exertion of any exercise relative to total time required. Simple, but not easy. Kind of like life. Mm. And that's how he rounds it out. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. Put, push, put three 45 pound plates on a sled, mm-hmm. push it 50 yards and back and tell me you're not tougher. I would agree at the backside of that. I would agree. I would agree. So, so I do, I do have an update is, so I did a, I did loaded carries today. I've been really focusing on that nice. since our episode. I'm doing those tomorrow. And when this rips and did a little combo where we did, cause you talked about kettlebell, how the center of gravity, mm-hmm. how it's different than a dumbbell. Mm-hmm. So I did, I did 200 meters with kettlebell in one hand, dumbbell in the other, same weight. Oh, wow. And then switched. And you are 100% right. Oh, wow. The dumbbell I, just is way, t- I totally guessed. The dumbbell is way harder <laughs> yes. than the yeah. kettlebell because, yeah. because just the distribu- distribution of weight. Right. Now, the grip is a little bit different too. But you talk about, I mean, a lot of those points that we talked about on sled pulls on the loaded carries from a cardio standpoint, walking 400 meters with 140 pounds in your hands is a beast. Yes. Like I was crushed. And everybody, and there was another guy who's like an elite CrossFit guy, crushed with it. And you talk about mental toughness, like saying, no, I've got to get another 100 yards before I can set this thing down. Yeah. Like, talk about all of the benefits that he mentioned here outside of like your actual knee strength and all that stuff. But like loaded carries, y'all, don't don't neglect that. And sled pushes, don't neglect those either. I, I think, again, I think, and I always hate these, if you could do one exercise, but I'm going to go down that road. If I had to pick two things, those two things would be because they carry they they the sled push and loaded carries yeah. carry over to so much yeah. in your day to day life. Yeah. Assuming you're active, yeah. So again, that's knees over toes guy. Those were his words, not mine. If you want to know more as far as you know how to perform, go check out his YouTube channel, his pages, his his website. It's a lot like the loaded carry where there's not really a way to screw it up. It's yeah. pretty simple. Yeah. You can go light and go fast. You can go heavy and go slow. You can do a combination of the two. You can pull it. You can push it. You can go sideways with it. There's a lot of different variations. Yeah. Get creative. Have fun with it. So funny story is uh, my son um, practiced two days a week on a field out in the town that I live in. Um, and every single Tuesday and Thursday that they're out on practice, 
because I'm doing the 75 hard, I'll get my 70, I'll mm-hmm. get my second workout in. And so I'll run around the field while I'm watching his practice. Every single Tuesday and Thursday, the same dude is out there doing sled pulls for 45 minutes. Really? Every single Tuesday and Thursday. Every wow. time I'm out there and, and I mentioned something, I was like, there you go. Get those knees right. He goes, man, knee health is everything, man. That's the only reason I'm doing this. So he knows knees over toes? He, knows, he has to. I mean, yeah. I can't because he's doing all pulls and he's not doing any right. pushes. He's probably subscribed to the, Darren, yeah. to the One Shot Podcast. One Shot Podcast for sure. And listen to that episode. Yeah. Maybe that's why he asked for my autograph. It probably is. I thought it was just because I was Luca's dad. <laughs> so anyway, if uh, if this is something that sounds interesting to you, yeah, Rogue Fit. Now there's probably a lot of just go type in Google sled sled machine or sleds and you'll find it. But Rogue Fitness sells one that I have. Yeah. It's called a dog sled. It's a little bit of an investment. I get it. It's I think two hundred two hundred fifty bucks, which is a lot of money. But my counter argument to that, and actually what we're going to talk about tomorrow, negativity. The negative person says that's so much money. The positive person says, think about how much money you're saving down the line in medical on medical bills. expenses because you're taking care of yourself Loss now. of work because you're laid Loss up after of surgery. Work. I mean, think about, like we said, all those benefits, what's the your cardio. Co- what's the opportunity cost here if you don't? That's what, what, will, you, what will you miss out on? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it is a lot of money. I get it, especially right now with the prices of everything going up. But, again, small investment now. Mm for your overall health so that you're not having to be on pills. You're not having to be having surgeries. Your, your joints are healthy, all those benefits. And they, so they I have highly more affordable ones where it's just literally like a plate that you, with a hook yeah. on it. Yeah. There's more affordable ones. TRX bands or straps or whatever. Yeah. There's, it, there's ways to do it. So yeah. it's, it's just do it or learn how to weld, get some sheet metal and there learn you how go. to weld. There you go. I bet, I bet you there's some creative listeners yeah. who can do that. So yeah. anyway, go out and get you a sled, reap all the benefits, do yeah. some loaded carries, reap all the benefits of that as well. Um, hopefully you guys enjoy the episode. Yep. Look forward to next week talking about bicep curls. Yes. We're going to do an entire scientific <laughs> breakdown of what yeah, happens. It's probably going to be a six part series <laughs> about the benefits of huge biceps. Do you prefer the brachioradialis or the biceps brachii? Biceps brachii. hundred okay. percent. All right, cool. I, me I, too. I you were trying me to trap too. me there. You were trying to try, <laughs> I saw through your tricks. <laughs> All right, guys. Hope you have a good rest of the day. We'll see you tomorrow.